Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of In Our Reels. My name is Eric Hotop, and we have the amazing Cam Tachinsky. Today we are going to be doing another installment of the MCU. We are going to start Phase 2 today, actually, which is pretty cool. Um, we talked about uh, the Avengers last week, and this week we are going to be doing Iron Man 3. So, or Last episode, we did Avengers. Yes, so we are going to be talking about Iron Man 3. Uh, Cam, do you want to just do like a set the scene bit here as for people to catch them up, kind of remind them where we left off? What do you mean where we left off? In the MCU. Oh, well, okay, well, Avengers happened. <laughs> and then Iron Man 3 is the next installment. And it's like, I'd, like Tony's like kind of really messed up in the head over what he saw during the battle of New York with like aliens and stuff. So he's kind of like loses his mind a little bit and goes crazy with like tinkering on Iron Man suits and stuff. And then like this takes a toll on his relationship with Pepper and they got some straining there. And then the main bad guy, Aldridge Killian comes into play and he's like, I don't know, a bad guy. And he like, he's got this grandmaster plan to like control the war on terror and stuff. And he, like, kidnaps... Pe- He's got, like, this grandmaster plan where he, like, kidnaps Pepper for leverage on Tony. Attacks the president, the vice president... Well, not the vice president, but attacks the president. And Tony tries to stop him. That's really it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're dealing with a little bit more... Is War Machine in this one? Yeah, but they refer to him as the Iron Patriot for ninety nine percent of the movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because that's what that's what Tony Stark is doing. He's making fun of him the whole time for the Iron Patriot, and everyone says it's the absolute worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. I uh, along like alongside with Cam, like uh, I think that this movie when I first watched it, I did not like it, and I haven't seen it in a really long oh, I time. I loved it. I rewatching this movie was way better than I remember. It's it's still bad. Like it's not amazing, but it, it's it's still not great. I don't think it's bad. It's still not great, but it's not as bad as Iron Man 2. Um I think it's like what I would say is like a solid superhero movie, but like it's Killian is such a stupid villain. He's How? so he's so dumb. I like the the I mean, he's okay, he's okay, but like, I don't. I think like the maybe it's the acting. Then I don't know. I just thought he was like really, like I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to put into words, but his his character cocky. was just not. Yeah, but like, but it almost, all villains almost, are cocky. Yeah, That's, but it was like, like it, it was like a, his character. I guess like honestly, the best way I could think of it, his character kind of annoyed me. He was just kind of ah, annoying. You're okay, whatever. His character was just kind of annoying. I thought he was stupid. Like it wasn't as bad as birds 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 but like he <laughs> he was definitely not great and there's like we talked we talked about in the previous episode like iron man is just a weak trilogy it's not a great trilogy in comparison yeah, yeah I, I know i did birds 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 <laughs> need my birds oh brother um where's my birds this is not my birds Oh, but geez. this bird will do. But get me another bird. <laughs> this is not my bird. Um, I just yeah, I didn't think 
he was that great. I didn't think it was terrible, but I just got kind of like it was okay. It was all right. I was more excited for like the 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 arc of Iron Man was like Tony Stark's character was good, and that's what I liked. Like, and the kid in the movie was not a great actor. He just wasn't I don't great. Think he was. He was not as bad as some of the kid actors I've seen. It's true, but like, I just don't think he was great. I thought he was okay, and I like the what I did like was like the the mystery aspect they tried to use with like the explosions that happened and Tony Stark going out to um, what you Rose call Hill, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Rose Hill, Tennessee, and like that whole section was kind of cool and stuff, but like. There are parts of the movie that I just felt were kind of like, okay, it's all right. It's 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 fine. See, I thought this was a pretty good movie, and a lot of people are going to hate me, but I think it's the best Iron Man movie. Wow, that's bold. That's really bold. You're not definitely in the minority. Not by much. That. Yeah, I can by but, compared to one. Yeah, like wow. And like what? Like I gave Iron Man one. Uh, you know what? We'll talk about that when the scores come at the end. Yeah, but it it was a uh, like the pros was that like for me, I thought it was way more interesting this time having had watched, um, like the you know having had seen the whole story of Iron Man, his entire character arc, and seeing how important how how important this movie is. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like it when you're watching it out of context. But in context to watching it all the way through, it like I it think like it's... sets the stage for Tony Stark through the rest of the MCU. Yeah, right not only yeah, not only that, but it sets the stage for him in Ultron when. Well, like I in, said, the rest of the MCU. Yeah, well, in Ultron, he's trying to protect the world and make you know mm-hmm. he creates Ultron, and then in Civil War, it's the repercussions of Ultron and how that's haunting him even more than Avengers. So you just have a lot of different pieces that are building off from here you know which which i think is really interesting because the whole basis of iron man 2 was him not wanting to be controlled by the government and like Mm -hmm. leaving the iron man up to him but then in civil war he wants the whole like avengers as a whole to be government controlled right yeah which is kind of very interesting 180 character 360 arc backflip 3180 it's a lot of uh degrees there um yeah. I definitely felt that like blowing up the suit scene was stupid. <laughs> I don't know I how mean, else to put that without being blown. Kinda. I mean but in the <laughs> beginning of the movie, like Pepper alludes like how she's tired of him always tinkering with her suits and he wants and he's always saying how important she is to him, so he shows how much she means to him by blowing up all the suits. Yeah, I guess. I liked I did like how much they used Jarvis in this one. Jarvis was kind of a kind of a co-star in this movie. I mean, he's kind of been in every movie, every Iron Man movie. Yeah, but I think in this one though, they kind of had to use him as like the like the the second, I don't know. I felt like he played to me, I felt like he was in this more in this one than either of the other two. Um but I like that. I like that he was in it. I thought he was really really good in this piece of it. I, I think the coolest thing of all time, well, one of them is like when like Tony activates like all the suits to come help him. Mm-hmm. He called it house party protocol, which I think is just really cool. So, all right, no comment. 
I don't really. That's great. That's great. Okay, here's the reasons why I like this movie so much. And when I I like it, how just pardon my French, but pissed Tony is when uh like Happy's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It shows that Happy was always been a friend of Tony. He's like never really looked like sure he was like a security guard, but Tony always looked at him as more than that. He's, I mean. And every scene, practically in Iron Man one, that he gets out of the cave, it's like Happy's there too. Essentially, I also like, like just to to quickly make a note on that. Um, I liked how uh, Happy's favorite show is Downton Abbey because yeah, that cause show like rocks. Shows like that. Um, ha- Tony and Pepper's relationship is like in its fullest form. It's come to fruition, fruition, however you say it. Like I like. Not gonna. I was always kind of annoyed with their relationship up until this movie. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh wow, really? Like it was kind of cool. Like I didn't even rewatch the first one we did this because I kind of remember a decent amount of it, but I don't remember much of him and Pepper's relationship in there. And well, at that point, he like worked for her, and or she worked for him, and it was a little yeah. different. And then in Iron Man Two, like she becomes the CEO of the company or whatever, which is like cool, but whatever. But in this movie, I felt like she actually like held a real purpose. Yeah. Um. The so I felt that their relationship was like in its best form in this movie. Yeah. Tony's bond with the kid is something I think is really cool, especially like since the kid never even since he never even really tells the kid who he is. Really, mm-hmm. he just keeps referring to himself as the mechanic. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know if the kid knows that he's at Tony Stark or not, which I think is just kind of a cool little thing. Like, sure, he's got the Iron Man suit, but... He definitely does. Okay, yeah, but still. It's still um, kind of cool, though. I just thought of another point in this film. One part... Well, I'll let you... Never mind. Go, th- go ahead and go through the... You have your well, that's, that's really it. Cause I just feel like everything, like... The whole Iron Man trilogy, it was just like... Kind of came everything about it came to fruition in here, in my opinion. I felt like, like the fruit was ri- the fruit was getting ripe in one and two, and then in Iron Man three, it was ready to be picked. That's quite a visual for our fans. Um, yeah, I felt we get switching sides here to the cons of this movie. <laughs> I mean, I definitely I cons. definitely felt that what's her name? Uh, the the girl that was the botanist yes totally useless character like literally so insignificant she was in like three or four scenes totally stupid character to put in it because she was in three and four scenes but with her relationship with tony in the past gave him a reason to like talk to her like imagine if like some random person showed up at their door in their house early in the movie do you think he would have invited her in and stuff I don't, like I that? I don't even think it needed to be that. I think he could have – I think that they could have just rewritten it where um, Killian just found out how to do it himself because he's a nerd at that point. He's smart and is able to figure it out. Like literally her character is so insignificant. I thought it was like laughably funny because I was waiting for her to like have a point in the film where she was useful, you know, and they just never ever – ever used it they had they had here's here's where to my knowledge i, mean, I disagree her, with that to my knowledge of her they had the intro scene like the flashback to new year's eve 1999 right and yeah whatever right so they have that scene then they had where she showed up at his door 
and the house blows up. Then okay. her and Pepper have a scene in the car, and then they have a scene in the hotel room, and Killian comes and uh, takes Pepper. That's it. That's it. Well, then there's a scene where she's with Tony when he's zip-tied to that mattress bed frame or whatever. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about that scene. Then there's that scene, too. <sighs> totally yeah, useful. Dude, See, she's I... a necessary piece to that film. She's okay. I'm not saying she's like dude. Get her in there. Get her in the. Are we getting her on the Avengers too? Is she going to be there? I'm going to hate you forever after this episode, dude. (laughs) I just think she was stupid, bro. I thought she was dumb. Like it wasn't. I don't mean to be like. Okay, yeah, she wasn't like super important, but she was. I think she's a little more important than what you're making it out to be. I felt like she didn't even help get him out, dude. He did it. She literally didn't even help him get out of there. Like, it was literally him. Like, okay, I just don't true, have words she, to, like... She put her life on the line to try and save Tony, though, or something. When? Well, remember, like, she... or did, I can't even remember. I just don't she, think... I genuinely Remember she had that, like, it. needle to her neck saying, like, let him, like, doing something or, like a dose half the size would kill her and then he just shoot aldrich just shoots her anyway huge piece to the film get out of town i just dude i just thought she was i i'm and this is nothing against i think her name is i think it's rebecca hall is her name she is a great actress she's in the prestige it is nothing against her it's the character it's dull there's no dynamic to her she stays the same beginning to end like i just didn't think she held up here's what they did they had a choice they either use pepper Potts and develop her character really well or they use this new girl to fill the void of that use useless pepper Potts character that they used in the prior two they decided to do the right thing and help develop Pepper's character. This new girl, though, totally useful. Like, or totally useless. Like, she just... Yeah, she is useful. No, Thanks she's for pointing that she's out. She's absolutely useless. Like, yeah, Rebecca Hall. I just felt like Maya's character, like, she just wasn't great. Just wasn't great. Whatever, dude. That what was, else, that, dude? What else? Move what, on. All right, here you go. So, I liked the Mandarin more than I did the first time. I thought you were going to say in general. I was like, get out of town. No, I liked I liked him more than I did the first time. But it wasn't as hard-hitting as I like remember the, sh- the shock value. I just thought it was kind of like, okay. Like it was, it was literally just story. Because I remember the first time watching it and being like, oh, that's not the way I saw this movie going. Like... I genuinely remember being like a little shocked when that scene happened where you find out that the Mandarin's not even like he's an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. This time I watched it when I knew it was coming. I almost had like little to no like, okay, let's just keep going. Like whatever. It was just kind of a dull scene. It was almost it was a useful needed scene because without that you <laughs> you'd still think he's the Mandarin, but like rewatching it though, it takes away the flavor to that that character like the whole time you know now you know what i'm saying the avengers like we just talked about in the previous episode that we um like re-watching that movie we're still hyped up and we're still like crazy re-watching this movie like the plot the, the the surprise is gone so it's kind of a like not flat character but like 
it's it loses its weight is kind of how shock I, value is gone yeah it, it just but even the character like i don't feel any remorse at any scene that he's in or any scary pieces to that like i just don't the whole time you're just thinking about killian and how he's the bad guy you know well i kind of yeah i, I don't mean to like that. pick this film apart it's just i didn't think it was as he every single time i watch the mandarin i think that Ben Kingsley is an amazing actor and I really like his acting and he's great, but it held no point because now I'm rewatching the movie and it's not as he's no one. (laughs) He's an actor. like He's literally nobody. So I feel like that kind of took away when you do a film like this, you, you have, you have, there are plenty of other movies that are like this, but like when you watch a movie like the prestige, not to bring Rebecca Hall back into this, but like, when you rewatch that movie over and over, you're still shocked, even though you know how the film is going because of how Christopher Nolan did the movie and how incredible it is. Like just the the movie, the acting, the story, the right, like the development of the, if you've never seen the movie, watch that movie too. It's great. What movie was that? The Prestige. Oh, no. It's a fantastic film. It's about magicians. It's amazing. But that like the, the point is still the same though, where it's like you have that you, you're dealing with, even though you rewatch the movie, like this kind of movie, I feel like it takes away from it. With the prestige, it doesn't. I don't, you know. So. Yeah. Um, and then I also thought it was a little dumb. This is the one where they fix the arc reactor. You know what? Fix it. Don't they like take the metal shrapnel out of his chest in this movie? Yeah, way at the end. I felt like I was a, maybe this is me thinking too too critically, but I felt like. I was kind of curious why they didn't just do that like a while ago. No, I, I was wondering did too. that for like convenience well, sake. Maybe part of the reason was because the suit ran off the arc reactor, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it that did. Was one, that was one thing I thought of. Yeah, it did in the first one, but I'm not so sure it necessarily. I guess I don't know. To be fair with that, I just thought it, like the way they they brought it up was not super organic, and it kind of just. Oh, and it's fixed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was, and especially which we just talked about a little earlier. Came and I were talking about the narration in this film and how Robert, like Tony Stark, narrates the movie. And that scene is when he narrates and he says, "And I got my chest fixed or whatever." It's kind of just like an an afterthought, and that's such a huge part of Tony Stark's character. Does I that was ever like, happen in the comics? On the comics? Uh, I don't remember. You would I don't, know before I would. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Somebody else who's who is a much bigger Tony, like you know, Iron Man person would know. I don't know, but I felt like, like the the the, the thing that they do use is in. I think it's the second one where it's like killing him. That is in the comics. Yeah. That is part of the. the and he com- makes the new element. <sighs> well, it the part where it's like killing him. It it kills in one of the comics. I know it does kill him. So I don't know what? if. Like, but they do that sort of thing where, like, there's Superman's where I don't know if you've ever read like the Superman comic where no. he crash lands in Russia instead of America, and oh, he, God. yeah, like there's all sorts of stuff. So like the you know the Batman fifty two or whatever it is where he's like the old Batman, he's still fighting crime at like seventy. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, there's all sorts of different the, the comic stuff. Though is different though because you're dealing with like different realities and different. You could write different types of Iron Mans over and over and over again. That's not necessarily the yeah. Iron Man that 
they were deciding to write off of, but they used an aspect of him, of that character though, in this one. So him dying from his arc reactor was part of a comic series, like bit in there. Um, As far as the arc reactor piece taken out though, to kind of realign it here, like I felt like it was just a little too quickly resolved. And I was like, well, that's a little disappointing. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I, I just thought it was a little too quick. That's all. What other cons other, do you other have? than that, I really didn't think this movie was, like, as bad as I remember. Um, Originally, I, I thought it was, like, one of the worst ones of all time. <laughs> one thing I saw is, like, so, obviously, as you find out, like, the vice president of the United States is working with uh, Killian. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tony and... War uh Rhodes call him on a cell phone and like lay the whole thing out to him, but like how like like out of this like whole like attack's gonna happen, and the vice president's like oh okay yeah and like hangs up his phone. I feel like they'd be like someone would be listening into that call a little bit or something because it's the vice president's personal cell phone, right? So how he just kind of hung up the phone and went on with his life, I feel is a little far fetched. But I mean I've. Uh, any if there's any former vice presidents listening, write us in. See if that let us know if that's doable or not. No. Uh, but and I don't get like why like so like with the extremists, whatever. Like when a limb grows back, I don't get why it's like super hot. They never really kind of explain that. Like why is it burning? Like how is like fire regenerating them? You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I didn't think that that was like the most creative idea doing that that thing, but it wasn't like it was just I was just kind of whatever. Like that's why I for me with the rating bit, I was it was just standard. This movie was okay. It was it was fine, but it was not like it was not Iron Man one where it blew me away. I I just think that this trilogy is like it was weak. It was a weak and, trilogy. Side note. One of the really funny things I thought, I thought this was hilarious when Tony was like breaking out of like Killian's, like when he was like breaking out of that little like makeshift prison they had him in. And he like, he went to go kill the last guy and he, the last guy, the last guard like holds his hands up and he's like, honestly, I hate working here. They're all freaking weird or something like that. Yeah. And he lets him go. Yeah. I thought that, I thought just like how he said he hates working here and stuff was really funny. Yeah. That was, that I like was went great. back a couple of times to watch it because I was like kind of busting a gut at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i don't really have much more to say on this movie really truly it's it's what's your score then uh i gave it a 2.5 i thought it was a standard film i thought it was i am three at 3.5 which is you have that right <laughs> yeah which is what which is what you have. I just think it's an interesting choice, but you also said it's the best of the trilogy, which is also strange. So that's. that's I mean, cool. yeah, I'll, I'm definitely in the minority on that one, but I think it is. I think it's great. I will say one other thing before we wrap it up here. One other thing that was cool. I thought the the cool one of the cool scenes that they were using it was the scene where the rockets are shooting at his house, and he has to like send oh. the suit over to her that was cool too yeah that was cool yeah but other than that i felt like the rest of the movie was like okay fighting scenes were fine 
and when she was free of the like wreckage he like did the little motion and he like took it right off of her and back onto him i thought that was cool yeah that was cool yeah yeah but uh what's the next anyway around three for iron man three how appropriate um but but anyway like i was saying in the beginning i said we were gonna talk about the score i if letterboxd allowed like iron man three would be a three and a half I mean, Iron Man 1 would be a 3.5. If I could, I'd give this one a 3.75. Like, like, it's not like it's substantially better than the first. Just a little bit Just better. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think and what's the next, next one? next one is actually next Marvel, not a Marvel movie. movie. Oh, okay. I don't so that'd be it. Onward. Is it Onward? Yeah. Okay. Which will be... Which I'm really excited to talk about because I love that movie. We will, yeah, we will be going over Onward, and then we'll be going over, um, potentially we'll be going over Tiger King and Picard. I, I don't know if that's something you guys, like, really, really want to hear about or not, but uh, we are going to kind of just wait a little bit on that and see. Um, also, some cool news, uh, Cam and I decided to talk about, um, just with the, with the quarantine and everything, we... Obviously, there's not too much of an end in sight here, so I believe that Cameron and I have decided to actually post two episodes a week for you guys. So we're going to start to every Monday, uh, 11.30, we are going to start doing two episodes for you guys to post out, and you guys will get to listen to a little more, and we'll go by through the MCU a little bit quicker for you guys. guys We'll get done by November. Right, exactly. There's just so many MCU movies that it's kind of a pro for both of us. Um, so yeah, we're excited to go over that stuff with you guys and uh, get some more content out for you guys to listen to. And we appreciate it. As always, you know you where to reach us on Instagram and Twitter for in our reels as we talk about it every one, every single time. And uh, if you guys, you know, reach out to us, movies, TV shows, uh, limited series anything yeah well if you you need a friend just just reach out to us so we know you guys are there no um and like i said any former vice presidents listening do do write us let us know if that's like you know a thing mm -hmm. yeah um i other than that i mean we're we're excited to step forward here into the next couple things so picard onward potentially we got going there uh, after that, for the next MCU movie, I believe it is Thor The Dark World. I believe you're right. And so we will uh, cross that bridge there when we get there and uh, hit the next movie. So I'm, uh, phase two is going to be a really fun phase to talk about. I'm really glad we get to go over this one with you guys. And and uh, we'll, we have some really cool movies for the MCU phase two that's going to be really fun to talk about. So well, Of course. Oh, that's all we got. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.